The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. You're listening to Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Move through blocks and fulfill your passion and purpose. This is Stop Stopping Yourself with your host, Vincent Jenna. Well, hello, everyone, and I'm glad that you are joining us today on the Stop Stopping Yourself show on Unity Online Radio. Um, I am your host, Vincent Jenna, and I come to you live every week as long as I am. From uh, Holly Springs, North Carolina, which is right outside of Raleigh, for those of you who don't know the area. And uh, today we're going to be talking about uh, reaping what you have sown, reaping what you have sown, pulling in that harvest, pulling in the the good benefits for going a spiritual path. That's interesting, but uh, most uh, Christian religion and dogma was all about using this lifetime to prepare and establish a reward, shall we say, in the next lifetime. You will be seated at the, you know, that, right by the Father if you've done well in this lifetime, if you've been a good boy and girl and you haven't committed any venial or mortal sins, you will go straight to heaven. And so they always talked about that, the other side, the other side, the other side. Well, we know in any of the new thought movement and philosophies and understanding, and even before that, uh, there's much ancient wisdom that, first of all, the kingdom of heaven is here. And so we're meant to establish a wonderful life here. And that the other side is another dimension, and it's heavenly there, too, if you make it such. If you go through your assessments and decide that you have grown or evolved the way you have wanted, and so, yes, so the other side can be wonderful. And the other side is very uh, thought-provoking also. Everybody is is wondering whether they should come back, whether they can grow even more. So this, you know, both ends, both sides, both sides. And remember, it was Jesus who said, uh, the kingdom of heaven is not a place. Don't look for it to be a place. It is within you. It's within you. So we want to be able to make a great life here and enjoy the benefits of making that great life, of planting the seeds and harvesting a good crop. You know, have you nurtured your crop? Have you uh, taken care of it? And it's it's such appropriate timing in October to be talking about harvesting and crops because 
This is the time period of celebration for most farm communities throughout the ages. This is when they harvested the fall crops to prepare them for the winter, to have enough food, and then to to establish the ground, get it ready for next season, the springtime, and, and growing new food then. But right now it was about harvesting and putting aside as much food as possible so that they can get through some of the weather and the winter months that, you know, most places have experienced. And so holidays and celebrations were all created around this time period, which is what Halloween is about. It was a fall harvest celebration. And then a combination of All Hallows' Eve, a celebration of the spirits, making sure they were at rest and that they were helping the harvests grow, right? So this is all about that season. And come the end of the month, we'll be talking about that. And speaking of what's coming up next, come back um, next week. As well, we're going to be um, discussing um, also some very interesting topic. Uh, I always try to make it as interesting as possible, obviously. I mean, that's what the show is all about, right? Um, so I'll just see what I have here. Um, uh, oh, oh, before I forget, I don't want to forget. Um, I know, forgive me for being random all over the place, but I have to discuss things as I remember them. Hang around at 2 p.m. Eastern time. That's 1 p.m. Central time for all of you. Um, I uh, will be a guest on Temple Hayes show that's coming up today. So so don't go away. Don't go away. Uh, there will be some, some great things coming up there. We're going to have a great discussion. Whenever you get with Temple, you have wonderful discussion. Uh, but like I was talking about next week is you can connect with spirit. So uh, as long as we're talking about spirits in the season and All Hallows' Eve, next week I will teach you how to connect with your own guides, your own deceased loved ones. It will be a Reader's Digest condensed version of my classes. So be sure to join us next week. That should be a lot of fun for people because uh, when I teach people how to connect, they all have experiences. So so join me uh, next week and let's see what experience I can help you have in connecting Beyond the Veil. And speaking of Beyond the Veil, that summit is going on this week right now. They've had such incredible speakers. You should check out the speakers that have been uh, presenting you can always go back and get the recordings of those presentations, but there's more coming up today, tomorrow, Friday. I will be speaking on Friday. You'll hear my presentation, and my presentation is about how do you know whether you're connecting with the right spirits, how to get the proper information and make the proper connections. So, so you want to check that out. Go to my website at vincentjenna.com, and the link to Beyond the Veil Summit is there. And it's free, of course. It's wonderful, uh, all these luminaries getting together. We want to be able to share as much information and get the information out there as 
much as possible, especially today with everything that's been going on. So don't uh, don't have a regret by not attending and registering and listening. So go check that out. And speaking of regrets, that's a question I have that was with, within me. And so I thought I would ask it before we go into discussing harvesting your or what you have planted, what dreams you have planted before we talk about that. Do you have regrets? Do you have any regrets? It doesn't matter how old you are. Young people have regrets too. Very early in life, they start with regrets. Uh, Several young people call me and they feel terrible that they haven't accomplished this already or this. And by this time, I was supposed to be married and have children. Or by this time, I was supposed to be the CEO of my company. Such expectations that we have of ourselves, right? But, but even beyond that, have things gone by that you can no longer get? And I want to link that, actually, with the discussion about reaping what you have sown. Now, there are times, and I know with farming, I I wasn't a farmer, but I know somewhat of farming, that sometimes the soil, after a certain amount of time and after a certain amount of crops, the soil runs out of its nutrients, and it won't feed whatever seeds you plant in there anymore. So the farmers have to do something to regenerate the soil. Many of them burn crops because the ashes um, actually create nutrients. Don't ask me how and don't ask me what's in ashes. But yes, by burning and then they till it back into the soil. Of course, there's always additives. They add manure in order to to fertilize the soil before they plant the seeds. So there are periods though, and then and some soil, and after a certain amount of time, it just it won't regenerate. And and farmers know that right away. They know where to plant. You know, you look at you drive through the United States and you see all this beautiful open land and fields. And then you wonder why can't those fields be used for growing more food so that we can sustain ourselves instead of, of course, getting our food or anything that we get from overseas or someplace else. And there's reasons for that. There are definitely legitimate and scientific reasons. Sometimes the earth will not support a crop or, or a seed. It's gone past its ability to do that. It's gone past the time and even there are times that it's gone past the time without it having ever been used dries up on its own from lack of use whatever so so i ask you and i and i know that there are times have gone by i mean certainly i am 66 years old i can't expect to be able to do some things that i would need to be 20 or 30 years old for yeah, that, that, there's, yes, we do have certain limitations here, and I don't know if I would call them limitations as much as I would call them, you know, chances gone by. It, just as you age, where I'm 66. Now, if I was really good, 
I guess I could manifest myself back to 20 years old, which I would never want to do anyway. I don't want to go backwards. But but you really have the ability to regenerate. Well, you can sustain your life for a long time. I do believe that. But I'm not sure you're meant to regenerate and go back. Oh, my goodness. There was a television show. Oh, I wish I remember the name of it. And of course, it didn't last because it was so deep. It was about a young girl who comes across an angel. And she gets to go back to to heal her regrets. And so this angel has a book of regrets that this person, this young woman, has stated through the course of her life. And so he offers her the opportunity to go back and change her regret, to do what she wanted to do that she neglected to do at that time. Maybe it was one of the episodes was about um, asking or saying yes to a boy who asked her out and then realizing years later that that was a big mistake. And so she had the chance to go back and this time say yes and see the outcome of her life after she did what she always wanted to do, but regret not doing it. And it was a very interesting television show because the outcome was always worse than what she was experiencing in her life today and she didn't always believe that and apparently um, even if she didn't want to go back because something was left as a regret the angel would wind up sending her back blink she was back there and it was interesting because she had a chance to be younger again. And so I ask you to think about this. If you had the opportunity, if an angel came along with your book of regrets, first of all, how many regrets would be in that book? Would it be a one season show or a 10 season season show? <laughs> And would you want to go back? Think about it. Would you want to go back and fix any of those regrets? And then what do you think the outcome would be if you did fix it? Do you think your life would be better? Do you think you'd be happier? I ask myself that because I myself have a couple of regrets. Not many, though. I can admit that. I can absolutely admit that. I don't regret being with one woman so far my entire life with her, 48 years. No regrets there whatsoever. No regrets in having the children that I had and we had. No regrets that we didn't have more. The only regrets I guess I could say I have is what I did or didn't do with the skills and the gifts I have. So I always, always wondered if I went back and did it right and I took the voice lessons that I should have taken 
and even taking the acting lessons that I should have taken or the dance lessons I should have taken, where would that have gotten me today? Or would I have had a better voice, the voice that I always wanted? Would I have been able to do Broadway? I've done movies and I don't miss not having done more movies. To me, they weren't as fun as live theater. Live performance is always different. You get instantaneous gratification or instantaneous disappointment, depending upon how well you did in a performance, right? You either get that wonderful ovation at the end or you don't. Or the reviews are fantastic or the reviews are terrible, but it's live theater. It's live performing. And so I always wonder, and, and here's the thing about regrets. Here's the thing about regrets. Having them doesn't make you spiritually off your path. It really doesn't. Because look, I, I'm not going to you know, paint a pretty picture here. There could be reasons why you have regrets, legitimate reasons choices it's all about choices right the choices you've made and unfortunately in one lifetime only in one lifetime not other lifetimes in one lifetime you could make a choice that cuts you out of something that you would have had joy experiencing that would have added to your life and you could have created something that makes it too late to go back. It's too late. You can't do that anymore. All right? So there are those. And then those are the things that turn into regrets. Because then you know you can't go back to fix that, change that. And then have a second chance at re-experiencing. They say everybody has a second chance. Well, you have actually more than a second chance. You always have more chances at most everything, but not everything. Not everything. Sometimes that passes you by. And I think that that's one of the major reasons why we keep coming back and incarnating on the earth to see if we can gain and achieve those things that we didn't get a chance to achieve or that we have regrets for not being able to achieve or stopping in some way in a past life, hoping to be able to gain that experience in the next life. Well, there's a problem with that. And, and as, as people may be experiencing right now is whenever you come back into a lifetime to correct a past life, you may be taking some of the same elements into this lifetime with you that caused you to not achieve what you wanted to achieve in the past lifetime. And so you're repeating the pattern. There's no guarantee that when you come back in this lifetime that you're going to be that famous country singer you always wanted to be in that past lifetime, not if you wind up making the same choices. 
you would think you would make different choices, which is the reason why you say, well, I'm going to go back there and this time I'm going to do it. I'm going to be the biggest country star around. Whatever, whatever you say. You know? I'm going to invent something else that makes me real famous and that changes the world. You can have any of those ideas and then come back, but follow the same pattern that you had previously that kept you from achieving it to start from the first time that you came down wanting to do that. So, yes, there are things. And and let's not get caught up either. See, remember when I keep telling you, you have to be able to admit your feelings and you have to be real with them. You can't suppress the feelings no matter how bad they feel about yourself because that's the only way to release them. Well, once again, people who have regrets and didn't achieve some of the things that they always wanted to to achieve, and now they're in this spiritual world or metaphysical world, the defense mechanism kicks in and they'll come up with some excuse such as, well, the universe and God thought that it wasn't in my best interest to have that, so I'm going along with that. Yeah, that'd be wonderful to think, right? That the universe said, no, you you know, Vince, you were meant to do something else. You were never meant to do this. But it would never have been such a passion or such a desire or such a love if I wasn't meant to do it to start with. So, so... There's no teasing here on the planet. There's no teasing in the spiritual realm. There's just sometimes in this lifetime, you have made a choice or I have made choices that wind up keeping you from that dream that you wanted. And now you have to alter the dream. And once you alter a dream, that's when you can be left with regret. So can you resolve regret? No. But you have to learn then how to change regret into something else so that you are not left with that negative self. Because when you have regret about not having accomplished something or doing something, what that winds up doing, that regret turns into self-denigration. It does. It, it makes you feel bad about yourself. I was such a fool. I know I'm speaking from experience. Speaking from experience, I had a very gifted voice at a very young age. And granted, my defense mechanisms, if you ever read my memoir, from the torment I went through when I was younger, my defense mechanism was that I was so gifted, I didn't need to learn anything else. I didn't need to pursue lessons. I was very lazy in that way. There was a part of me that didn't believe in me, which is what produced the laziness. And then there was the part of me that absolutely needed to believe I was great. 
and one of the best. That's yes, narcissist. That's why I understand narcissistic people so well because I definitely started that at a young age. A certain level of narcissism helped me get through my life. It kept me from committing suicide. But it also kept me from doing what I needed to do. As you become a performer, if that's what your chosen dream is, and you love to perform on stage, then you better do whatever you need to do to get the money to take constant classes all the time. You need to keep yourself totally prepared to be able to get into a show. You need to keep up your auditioning skills and repertoire. That costs money. You need to keep your voice talent up. That definitely costs money. You need to practice your acting skills. That costs money. You need to get dance lessons. That costs money. And then you need to be able to go on auditions, and that certainly costs money because it keeps you from having to work that day that you have to go on auditions and wherever you're located and you have to take a train in or whatever, you got to pay for that too. So there was always, there's always things you have to do. And I didn't choose to do all those things because I didn't believe I needed to. That was my defense mechanism. And so now I can look at my life and say, well, my life would have definitely been different had I pursued that. I don't know what the outcome would have been, but I have to be grateful for where I am today. But what I am not going to do is I'm not going to say, well, the universe wanted me to do this instead, but I still have this desire for performing. And I know I know that I did not always make the right choices. So how do you deal with those feelings? How do you deal with those feelings? How do you change regret into it's okay? It's okay. And then, especially when it's constantly being shown to you in some way of what you could have done or what you could have been, right? Sometimes that happens where you see it in others. I could have been there. I could have done that. That could have been my life, right? People do that because they lacked opportunity. They say excuses like that. Oh, I was talented enough, but my family had no money at all. So I couldn't do any of that. People have regrets. We all have some kind of regret. On the other side of the commercial break, I'm going to tell you what you do with those regrets right? So hang in there with me. This is the Stop Stopping Yourself show. And I'm going to be teaching you how even I stopped myself from stopping myself. So hang in. I'll see you in just a few minutes. I'm Vincent Jenny, your host. Thank you for joining me today. Discover the power within. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. 
Welcome back to Stop Stopping Yourself with Vincent Jenna. All right. Welcome back. Yes, this is Vincent Jenna. And uh, if you are just joining us, we're talking about a couple of things today. First of all, we're talking about regrets. Do you have any regrets? How do you walk a spiritual path having a regret? And what do you do with that regret if you do have it and needing to admit whether you have regrets or not? We're also talking about um, harvesting your crop, reaping what you have sown. Now is the time to start learning how to benefit from the work you have put in. And we're going to talk about that before um, the show is over. But I do have a caller. And if you have any questions, feel free to call in. Um, 816-251-3555 is the number. But we're going to go to the phone right now. And I'm going to bring Jack on. Jack, how are you doing from San Diego? Vincent, so good to speak with you again. Uh, yeah, fabulous. Okay. We spoke on KPFK a few months back in June, I believe. You gave me a reading uh, about my health, and I think it's helped me. So I wanted to thank you. Oh, well, thank you very much. I appreciate you coming on and sharing that. You know, whenever we give readings, the only way to find out whether anything is working is if somebody comes back and tells you it has or hasn't. So I appreciate that very much, Jack. Did you have a question for me today? Um, well, I was going to mention about regrets, but I was wondering if, if you've read the Tibetan book of the dead and if there's any weight in, in that, it, it, I'm sure you're familiar with it about, uh, how you can circumvent being reincarnated again, if that's valid and if it's worth it. Well, uh, here, here is the thing about that. That's fabulous that you bring that up. Um, reincarnation is a choice. It's not a law. Mm. Right, right. So you do not have to incarnate again unless there are things left unresolved within you. Uh, For example, relationships. Relationships tend to be the number one reason why people incarnate again to either repair a relationship or to even experience the relationship again if it was wonderful. Love, it's all about love. It's all about love. Um, And yes, there will be some people who will come back and say, well, I didn't do it in a past life. I want to do it in this life. I, you know, I want to fulfill that. Um, Really, it's based on the concepts of restitution and retribution, Restitution is the knowing that maybe a choice that you have made wasn't necessarily a good choice, and you can forgive yourself of that. Knowing that resolves you. That's where mercy steps in. It says, okay, so as long as you know that it was a bad choice, then that's good that you've learned that. Retribution, on the other hand, is the idea that an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth, and we do that with ourselves too. In other words, if I've done something wrong, I have to make up for it in some way. And that we carry. And that's the second biggest reason why people incarnate and reincarnate over and over again is because they're trying to correct wrongs that they have done. And that's primarily what are in those books that you see yeah. out there is is resolving issues. Um, And it was once believed that you had to come back. A matter of fact, 
Matter of fact, I just heard from somebody that I did a reading for that they want to believe that their daughter made a spiritual connection and that the angels told her she had to come back mentally ill because everybody has to come back and experience that at some point. And I was like, wow, that's one of the best excuses I have heard for not correcting any mental illness is because you're supposed to go through that. And that's just completely untrue, Jack. There is nothing we're supposed to experience it's only what we choose to experience and we determine that when we are on the other side and like i said earlier as you were listening we sit we talk we we, you know with our guides and loved ones and we figure things out and and so we're always asked so how do you feel do you think that there's anything else you need to experience and learn so it completely rests in your hands and that's how you can circumvent having to come back so let me ask you a question jack will you want to come back for another lifetime what do you think you know i this this dimension or this this world is beautiful it's wonderful i have a good life i have i love my wife and son and family but there is a lot of stress and anxiety and uh you know, I don't, <laughs> it's, it's hard to say, you know, if, if there is, well, obviously there, there are other worlds and dimensions and, and p- maybe better. I don't, it's hard to, to compare, uh, but it's, 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 yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's Heck, that's a I great can, answer. Yeah. By the way, that's not a hard to say. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't have memory. I, I know there's, there's other things and, and other ways, but, uh, and, and I, like I said, I love this life, but uh, it, there's just, it, it become very overwhelming, especially for me at, at times. Yeah. Uh, th- I'm enjoying it though. I'm, I'm really trying to appreciate the love and, and, uh, and the joy. So yeah, I, I just, I, I want to take those things with me. And, uh, and I appreciate you, know, you and, and, answering like that because that would be the majority of a lot of people of people saying probably the same thing as you, Jack. Um, Now, I've had myself, this has been an exceptional life for me, even with my regrets that I've been talking about, it's still exceptional. And that's possibly part of the answer that I'm going to be given about how to deal with regrets. Um, But I am determined that this is my last lifetime. Um, I I hear you. you. Yeah. (laughs) I look at everybody, I look at the world, and I am not a proponent of we can fix all of this. I am definitely not in that realm of we can fix it. I think we can tolerate it, but I think we've gone past the point of no return, and we're going to need a little bit more advanced understanding that we do get from the other side. And I think once we gain that advanced understanding, we won't need to come back to the earth. We've always found this need to come back here. And try to make things right. And look at it. Look at it. It's mm-hmm. it's not going right. Now, is there always hope that it can't? Yeah, we never lose hope. And there's always possibilities. But how much longer do we want to keep trying? That's the thing. How much longer do we want to keep trying? While I'm here now, I'm doing all the work that I meant to do. I know my soul will let me know when it's time to move on. And um, right. and so be it. And hopefully it's it's later than sooner. Um, and the same yeah, for anybody yeah. who wants to stay later than sooner. Right. But I don't feel a need 
to have to come back. Now, anybody who wants to come back, I will definitely do what I can on the other side to watch over them, help them, guide them, possibly, uh, whatever their higher right, selves right. see fit. So I, I do feel that part, but um, I do know that we have the option and the choice. And so sure. that's the important thing to understand. We have the option and the choice. There's no need. There's no have-tos. There's no you should. It's only what do you feel? Right. You know, what do you feel I, about it? And so, um, and maybe, and maybe we can still, you know, with some, you know, let's shine our lights bright and see who can get help. But I think at this point, it's it's a matter of just waking up as many souls as possible so that they can remember who they are, whether we fix everything or not. I don't believe that that's necessarily the goal or uh, why we need to continue. It's just the ability to wake people up is what we need to continue for, you know, and that's, that's right, what I'm motivated right. to do. But, but well, thank you, you for sharing up, with yeah. me. <laughs> you, well, thank you for cluing me in on my health. Uh, what I had a, a early childhood trauma that you recognized in me when I was five and on Nita Valen show. And that really put more of a window into my own self. And I thank you very wow. much. And I wish wish you the best, Vesa. God bless you. Hope to see you and sometime. I'm, I'm sure same, <laughs> we only have forever, you, right? Jack. So. <laughs> Absolutely. And and I'm I'm All glad right, that I was able to help in any way. And I'm glad you're doing the work to help yourself even grow further. So continue the good work, my friend. And thank you for listening. You take care now. I love you, brother. Take take care. Love have you a good too, one. man. Bye bye. Okay. Thanks, man. Wow, that's wonderful. It's always fabulous to hear from previous clients. Then you know, you see, now, okay. So that actually leads right into, so how do you deal with your regrets? You're going to have regrets. Look, I still have in me, I want to do Broadway. And maybe someday, as long as I'm alive, some way, somehow, it's still, that is possible that I can do Broadway. Now, I'm not going to be able to do it the way I would have loved to have done it with a great, incredible Josh Groban voice that I could have had or Pavarotti voice that I could have had. You know, I'm, I'm, I, I won't even know how much of my voice is left at that point. But, but the point is, what do I do with those regrets now? So here, here's the greatest thing about that. You have the capacity and the ability to do something at such a level that it makes up for your regret and it counters the regret. So it's not that you're going to lose the regret. You're not going to lose the regret. The work that I am doing right now, I'm on the air with you I travel around, well, we'll be traveling around the country again. Right now it's through Zoom and the Internet. I speak all over. I'm doing tons of television shows. I've got a book that's being published. So this has been such a remarkable life for me. And it has definitely taken up that place in my heart that what my regret wound up putting there, that space, that emptiness. And so what you want to be able to do is, and, 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 and I didn't want that to sound like I've replaced the regret. I've done something, shall I say, that makes me feel even greater. 
So I don't know how great I would have felt if if that part of my life had come to pass. I mean, okay, so my voice would have been fabulous and maybe my acting skills would have been phenomenal and my dancing skills even better, but I have no idea where, where that would have gotten me. And then, of course, when you think about that, how different would my life have been? Would I still have the kids that I have today? Would I still have the grandkids I have today? So when you look at what you have today and what you still have yet to come, it can be even more than that regret and what that regret was. So you wind up. Okay, it's it's all right. I'm 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 trying to uh, liken it to common things and simple things, it, it, and this is really simple. But you know how sometimes you've been out to the store and you're out shopping, or maybe you're not out shopping. You're with a friend who's shopping, and you see these outfits or these pair of shoes or the suit or this dress if you're a woman or blouse, whatever you know, this thing for your house that you absolutely love. And But you, you're, you're not ready to buy anything. There's nothing to buy it for, you know, no occasion. You don't need it right now. And then all of a sudden something comes up and you do want that outfit and you go to get it and it's not there. It's gone. It's been sold. They don't have it anymore. They don't carry it anymore. They're out of stock on it. Oh, my gosh, we missed out on it. We just went through that with, with an item, a piece of furniture here in the house that we wanted to get. But we said, oh, we'll get it, you know, in a little while. Let's finish settling in the new home, and then we'll go and get it. And then when we're finally ready to go and get it, and they didn't have it. It was gone. Oh, my gosh. What a disappointment. Man, I wanted that. Why didn't I get it when we saw it? You don't. You don't always do that because you think it's always going to be there, right? How many times have you said that, done that? Right. Then how many times have you replaced it and then turned around and said, oh, wow, I'm so glad that they were out of that. This is so much better. Okay, right. So you want to. You want to put something else in the place. That doesn't make the regret hurt. So the regret can still be there. Of course, I'm likening life experiences with pieces of furniture, so it's a little bit different, right? My not singing on Broadway. If I wind up dying and still have not done that, then yes, I can say I regret not singing on Broadway. But I don't regret all the stuff that I'm doing now and the joy I'm having and the fulfillment I'm having in the work that I am doing now. So this work and this joy, as I turn to it, so when you turn to something, when you go after something else that's meaningful in your life, it's why farmers plant more than one crop, and they plant it usually in more than one place. Just in case one of the crops fail, there's other crops to take its place. So you're still then harvesting and reaping what you've sown. Make sure you sow more. Make sure you plant more seeds. Make sure you're constantly dreaming. 
We're capable of that. Have more than one dream. I did, I do. And because of that, I have other dreams that I've been able to depend on, that have been able to fill me, that have been able to reward me. And so, yeah, I look back and I go, yeah, I could have sung on Broadway if I did it the right way. But in the meantime, I'm doing this and touching souls. And I, and I speak to spirits. And now I even speak with aliens and extraterrestrials and roosters. I couldn't have done that if I completely trained my voice and I had the best voice in the world. It doesn't matter. I still wouldn't have been able to do this. So with what I am doing now, it makes me feel so much better. As I'm getting older, too, when you get older, you start thinking about those things that you didn't do. And there's where depression comes in. It's why so many seniors experience depression, because now when you're in your 80s, you look at yourself and you go, oh, there's no way I can do that anymore, even though there's still other things you can accomplish. But you, go, yeah, you just look, keep looking back on your life to see what you didn't do instead of forward on your life and right in place to see what you have done. So that's the, the motto. Instead of paying attention to what you haven't done, pay attention to what you have done. And if you haven't done enough that the hurt from the regret is still more, then do more. Find more to do. Find what will fulfill you. I promise you, you're, you're a diverse being. It's how we were made. And we're here in life to experience more than just one thing. Otherwise, we'd all be dead. And on the other side, the minute we experience that one thing. But there's always more to experience. There's more flavors of ice cream. And there's even more desserts than just ice cream. So there's always something more to experience that you should be going after that you can create for yourself. So it doesn't take the place just the same as when you're in love with somebody and they transition. So many of my clients right now have lost their spouses and I tell them that they're ready to be moving on. As a matter of fact, their spouses come to me in a mediumship connection to tell them you've got to move on. It's time to love somebody else. And you think you can't love anybody else, but you're not replacing. You're not replacing the lover you lost. You're going for a different one. That's all. You're going for a different love. So you're not really replacing a regret and what you lost and what you think you can't gain back. You're just going for a different one. And who knows, that different one could bring you even more joy than the first one, than the regret that you have or think you have. And so that's why you want to keep planting your seeds. How do you now... Reap what you have sown. 
with continued work and belief that you deserve? How do you know when you're ready to receive? As soon as you feel that you've done enough and that you're going to continue doing more. A farmer's work never ends. Just because they celebrate the joy of harvesting their crops and they're successful, it doesn't mean their work is stopped. There's next season's crops to be planted and then sown and then harvested. So there's always more dreams to come. Yes, you want to enjoy the ones that you've achieved today with the excitement of knowing there's even more to come. And so you have to set, get yourself in that mindset. There's more to come in my life. Oh, even if this harvest was small, even if this crop that I planted, the work that I did only produced minimal success, that's okay. There's more to come. Here is how you truly reap. Plant more seeds for future growth and you will reap now what you've already planted because in order to plant for the future you have to believe there will be one and it's in that belief that you begin to feel what you've done today i'll give you a small example really really small funny my my daughter kimberly that i've spoken about who lost unbelievable amounts of weight right? Well, she knows, knows the benefit of mental health and having uh, mental health practitioners and help out there for people. So we did a walk of, well, she actually put together a team to do a walk of hope this past weekend. It was actually a drive-through of hope instead of walking a, a, a small little marathon to raise money. So she did an incredible job raising money. And some of the people who are on her team did phenomenal work. Uh, friends of ours uh, raising money for such an incredible cause, because, you know, if you don't have access to good mental health, then that's a major, major, major problem. There's too many people committing suicide today and that are depressed and not functional, uh, mentally well, mental wellness equals an, a healthy society. Mental wellness equals a healthy society. So she did all she could and she, and she did a phenomenal job. Everybody had a great time. We actually did a drive through over here uh, through one of the major restaurants that was supporting the, uh, the benefit and the charity. And so they, they provided lunch and you would drove, drive your car through. They wanted to make it safe for everybody, which is why we didn't walk in big crowds, but everybody would drive their cars through. And there were different stations that you would stop and receive something, a Coke, a drink, a, um, a, a little, um, you know, gift, a bag. It didn't matter what it was. It was just fun. Snacks all along the way. And all these people did that. Well, there was also raffle tickets that she sold a lot of to raise money and funds. And she bought some herself. 
And she calls us up yesterday, extremely excited because out of all the people who bought raffles, excuse me, she won the grand prize, two free airline tickets to anywhere in the continental U.S. Wow. And then my son-in-law has been doing so fabulous at work. He's been getting unbelievable bonuses. Wow. And been incredibly excited. And he was the one that turned around and said, wow, the universe must think we're doing really well. Because they've been, it's been rewarding us. Now, you're part of the universe, so you reward yourself. And there are benefits and things do happen. And it's not about luck or chance. We do manifest it. She put out some really positive energy. So she attracted real positive results. And it was wonderful. So she reaped what she had sown. And we can all do that. So plant more seeds. Dreams are your seeds. Goals and dreams are your seeds. And it doesn't matter if you know the details of those dreams and how they will turn out to be or what they look like completely. Desire, what do you want? We talked about that already. What do you want? What do you really, really, really want? So plant some of those wants. Let those wants grow. Let them turn and, and feed into the law of attraction and the universe. And let them manifest in your life. And as they manifest, the regrets become less and less painful or meaningful because the dreams you fulfill become even more than the regrets and what you haven't accomplished. So there you go this week. This is the Stop Stopping Yourself show. Like I said, hang around. At 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central, I'll be on Temple Hayes' show. So, so don't go away. Have a fabulous week. Have no regrets. And even if you do, have more dreams. This is Stop Stopping Yourself with your host, Vincent Jenna. I will see you next week. So come on back. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. We talk to the animals and we know you can too. On the Animal Communication Podcast hosted by the three of us, myself, Julie Heert, Aaron Debbie Smith, and Meredith Tolleson. We will show you how to deepen your relationship with your beloved animal companions, whether they're alive or in spirit. As soul-level animal communicators, we explain the process and explore topics such as health, behavior, and play, all from the animal's perspective. So subscribe and follow us on Apple, Spotify, and listen as part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network.